This episode is dedicated to Matt Newland, who recently passed away on January 15th. Matt was featured on episode 33 of the Totally Corrupt podcast and unfortunately passed away in his sleep next to his beautiful wife at the young age of 43. So this one's for you, buddy. Everybody. Hey, it is episode 136 of the Totally Corrupt Podcast, and today is January 24th, 2023. If you're not already subscribed to us on Spotify, please do so. It helps us kind of climb the ladder on Spotify. And if you're not following us on our social media, you can find us at Totally Corrupt on Getter, on True Social and at the Totally Corrupt Podcast on Instagram. So no further ado, we'll get the captain in the room and get this party started. Here we go. This is your captain speaking. Captain. Oh. How are, are we you s- doing, Brett? Are we set for takeoff? Uh, we are set for takeoff. I cannot assure our landing. <laughs> And this isn't, this isn't we're not nine eleven terrorists, okay? No, I'm just saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna who who knows nowadays where they'll let us drop off. I mean, you know, I tried to take off for uh, Christmas to go see my family, and uh, my uh, airline was canceled. Oh shit! Well, yeah, the oh. the whole uh, Southwest South. Airlines thing. Thanks, thanks for uh, flying Southwest. Oh, shit. That was before the that was before the whole lockdown. Remember the lockdown? So I did my thing on uh, Christmas, and Southwest went down. And then uh, what what was that about? Two weeks later, the entire ATF had to ground every or not the ATF, but the uh, airline industry had to ground all the airplanes. Because uh, they lost, uh, they lost their main uh, uh, computer communications with them. Yeah, that's not good. There's like yeah, a, a, a whole we, investigation. We about that, I guess. That. I know. Well, anyway, man, I just wanted to start the show out by saying, uh, you know, we do things kind of light around here. We try to, I mean, we 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 try to keep our heads in the know. Uh, Camp, Captain Diggs listens to a lot of podcasts, so do I. But shit, man, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Alex Jones and the Infowar show, man. Like they're really throwing it down lately. Isn't it kind of amazing? Like they called him conspiracy theorists and all this stuff, and like a lot of what he's saying is becoming true. Like we look back at it, like the like like the Hunter Biden uh, laptop. That was Russian disinformation. Now the government has to say, no, that's actually true. I know. Um, I'm like, numerous things over and over again. And and things they tried to convince us, the Russian disinformation campaign with the Trump campaign, that never happened. I mean... There's a lot of things that they did been trying to cover up as Russian di- disinformation. So like the Hunter laptop, for one, yeah, that, that was it. And oh my God, did, did you see the video? 
uh, of hundred the Hunter Biden video where he's like with some fucking hooker. Yeah, Chicks in his dad's Corvette, where his Corvette is in a garage secure. It's it's secure. The garage is secure. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one where he's with the hooker and he's got the gun and like. <laughs> did you see that one? Well, I'm talking about the one where he had two hookers in his dad's Corvette when he was on lockdown. Remember, he was on lockdown at his dad's house with classified info. Well, yeah, like Biden. Like, remember when Trump got raided? Like they interviewed Biden, they're like, "What did you think when you saw classified information?" Uh, in how could somebody be so just uh, callous, and how could somebody be so, uh, 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 you know, unresponsible? Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, well, we found we found six documents in your garage." In your garage, and they're like, "Oh," he's like, "Okay, Jean Claire Pierre is." Freaking press secretary, Kareem Jean Pierre. Kareem Kareem Jean Pierre. Yeah, that broad. Fucking Tucker anyway. Carlson says her name perfectly. Well, I just think you should cut a couple of names out of it because she can't. <laughs> she won't answer a simple question. Uh, are you guys secure? Are you guys? Uh, uh, are you guys actually secure that all the documents were found? And they're like, there was a clean sweep. Every document was found, and it was like 24 hours later, six more documents found. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. And and you're worried about Trump locking his shit inside of Mar-a-Lago after he was the president. A lot of those documents coming out are documents that are top secret back when he got when he was a senator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trump got all of his when he was president. Because he was never a senator, he was never a congressman, he was never anything. He was just he he was just the guy on Home Alone too, in his cameo. <laughs> he did The Apprentice. I love The Apprentice, and then all of a sudden he became president. So yeah. ran he, a pretty he successful business too. Whatever he wants, but as far as I know, a senator and then a vice president cannot declassify documents only the president who the president at the time was obama and obama could step in right now and tell he could just just carte blanche say oh yeah i uh, declassified those documents he hasn't said a fucking word yeah obama hasn't That's said obama has not said a whole lot uh well obama hey, obama can't stand biden I, yeah, I i get that feeling too I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he Obama can't. He can't stand Biden. Biden cannot stand Harris. I mean, nobody in the Democratic Party can stand each other. You ever thought about that? Well, I mean, Obama is famously known for saying, "Don't underestimate the ability for Joe to fuck things up." Kind of paraphrasing. He's also but... famous for buying a beach house when he thinks the world's gonna fucking flood in ten years. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, yeah, why would you buy beachfront property if, like, you know, in fucking five years, you know, the the ocean's going to swallow it all up? That doesn't make any sense. I just don't understand why people keep listening to all these uppity-ups, especially like Al Gore, who, when he left the White House, he made one point three. his net worth was $1.3 million. And ever since he's done this... uh 
the world's going to end in 12 years for like 24 years now. Right. It was supposed to end 12 years ago, but, you know, according to his book, An Uncomfortable Truth. Well, I got an uncomfortable truth for you, Al Gore. You're full of shit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like, are you serious? And people keep thinking, and I, I would be embarrassed showing up at one of his, like, speeches. Like, seriously, like, people are still showing up to his speeches when the world was supposed to be the Seacoast, California, Florida, fucking Mexico, sweeped over with a fucking glacier melt. And we're, we're, you know, global warming. Oh, now they call it climate change. It's not global warming anymore. It's just climate change. Right. You hear him at Davos? You hear Al Gore at Davos? He's like, the ocean, oceans are boiling. And it's like, um, no. He literally said, the oceans are boiling. And he's getting... And, and this guy talks about our... Uh, our footprint with uh, with gasoline and, and fumes that go up in the air. Yet he flies over in a in a private jet. Everybody who flew over to Davos. To Davos, yeah. Flew over, flew over in private jets. You know who else they flew over to Davos? Hmm. Hookers. Hookers. <laughs> well, and this year this year it was twenty five dollars twenty five hundred dollars. I don't even know if that's a night or an hour. I mean, they are going over there to see a whole bunch of billionaires that want to tell middle-class Americans how to run their lives. You're making too much money as middle-class Americans. You need to give some of that money to the poor people. And, in fact, you need them to live in your house. If you've got a spare bedroom, let somebody stay in your house. Well, you're billionaires and millionaires. I'm assuming you have seven, eight bedrooms per house. You probably have like four or five of them. You know, How about you store some people there? Homeless crisis gone, but they don't want to help the poor. No, it's all about control. Like that whole, uh, the world economic forum that the meeting that they had recently in Davos, which all those was, people we didn't, all those people that nobody elected, to tell you how to run your life. No, but they're up there uh, and hosted by Brian Stelter, by the way. Did you see that? Jesus. Oh, God. What a fucking fat cupcake. He's just up you. there to choke on dick, dude. Like, seriously, he's he's just such a dick writer for these people. It's unbelievable. But um, no, he like, lost his job at CNN and they were they were letting him. <laughs> I know. They were letting him do his own deal. Yeah, well, because he's 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 a he's the biggest cheerleader of these fucking idiots, and they're up there trying to tell you about how we're gonna have brain chip technology that can tell if you've taken the pill or not. You know, for the next pandemic. I mean, they're really trying to control our lives, and they're doing it right in front of us. Like they're these talking- next pills that are coming too that that they want you to take. Majority of them are gonna have microchips in them, so they can actually be notified if you took a pill or not that's what i'm saying man like it's it's fucking crazy like i mean and they're up there like just spouting the shit like it's normal like oh yeah that's what the future holds that doesn't seem you know, cool. the, you know the only person spouting anything that makes sense anymore and it's somebody that they try to condemn for years the only person that makes sense right now is alex jones yeah dude seriously like I mean, alex seriously. is blowing the fucking lid off of things and I, I mean, 
I sent you his. He's got a, a three-hour show that I think everybody should listen to. Right. You can go to band.video or whatever that link is I sent you, the infowars.tv or something like that, and you can see all of his stuff. But Or on Getter. Um, Getter, he's he's always doing uh, live streams on Getter. So like, if it's, he's hard to find because he's been canceled everywhere. He's not on YouTube. He's not anywhere like i don't think joe rogan even is going to bring him back because he's just too controversial to his own brand that i think it'd ruin it even though they're friends you know who's getting controversial too is jordan peterson just because he wrote a book that says make your bed the 12 rules of life well he said apparently he retweeted something that was critical to justin trudeau and the government and now he's in trouble for like he could potentially lose his uh, license. He's like forced to do a class, which he's refusing to do. And then like the next step is like, okay, we're, we're you're talking take... about Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Like they're, they, they want to re-educate him. They want to re-educate him because he doesn't think the right way. Well, he's not Let that sink in people, people that are listening. If you have an opinion and you think something different at this point, the Canadian government wants to re, um, uh, concentration camps, basically. I mean, they want to send Jordan Peterson like they did with the uh, Asians back when we were scared back in the World War II or whatever, World War One, which were, no, World, World War, War II. II. But they want to send Jordan Peterson back to the... They want to reinstate concentration camps, control camps, how you think. And if you don't think the right way, I mean... I can't believe that people still think there are only men and women in this world, only males and females. I mean, it's obvious now that you can be a dolphin. <laughs> you right. can be all this weird shit. It's like, how crazy are we becoming and not even realizing it? It's not like people wake up and look in the mirror and be like, I'm not a fucking dolphin, but I identify as one. No, I'm not a male I identify as a female. There's so much uh, just confusion out there. I saw some really sick shit on our Instagram page. Like, I don't remember who posted it, but it was basically like a transgender type of concert. And like one of the performers was up there and had a small child up there and basically let the child sing, but put the microphone next to his dick and let the kid sing. I mean, it was like the most disturbing picture I've ever seen. If I saw anybody like that, I'd fucking probably just shoot them. You know, what I mean, or you know, well, strangle them to death. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure well, if why. About, if you think about it, everything has become very satanic. Yeah, I'm not sure why people are okay weird, with exploiting well, children like, in the name of LGBTQT plus whatever the fuck you confuse to be. You know, I don't get it. Why? I understand. I understand LMG, lesbian, gay. I understand that. But once you start getting past those alphabet numbers, I don't get it. I don't get it. The next one, LGBT, transsexual. Q, queer. Well, queer is kind of like the gay guy, so this really doesn't count. So since that doesn't count, they have to do LGBTQ+. And they have this unending alphabet of now how you... Remember back when Jordan Peterson was saying, no, I'm not just because a man thinks he's a woman. I'm not going to address him as a woman. 
basically what he said. I'm not going to call you a name that's not properly yours. I'm your instructor. Is Yet it? if you think you have a nickname, think about being gay and lesbian as nicknames. You're, you, you are Todd, but you think you go by Tiffany. Yeah. Well, you can think about it as a nickname and be like, if you want me to call a nickname, you have to justify it to me. You can't just arbitrarily say, I have to call you something. There's a great, that's where freedom, there's, there's that's a where great, freedom of speech goes out the window. There's a great video um, floating around the internet of a, a cop that pulls over this guy and he goes, uh, you and your boyfriend have a nice day. And it's a trans thinks he's a chick and he, she, I am, I identify as a woman. And he goes, that's not what your driver's license says. You might want to get that fixed too. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> writes him a warning ticket for like a taillight or something like that. It was fucking hilarious. We'll think about this. This is the least problem a cop needs to have. All the other problems that we have dealt on cops, like I'm total black to blue. I'm total like those guys are there for enforcement and making sure people are abiding by the same laws that me and you are supposed to, right? Right. So if he pulls over a person like that and they start having a problem, what is he to do? I mean, we've been stripping our law enforcement of any sort of power at all because now you can offend somebody. Right. I know. It's it's ridiculous. And like pretty soon you're going to be, if there isn't already lawsuits out there, you're going to be sued for saying the wrong fucking thing. You know, they want to imply this, uh, the Davos Group, you know, the World Economic Forum, which is the new world order, practically, they want to, you know, instill a social credit score. So, like, if you say something wrong, like on Facebook or fucking Instagram, which we are still shadow banned. Here, here's a great example. I posted um, the list of all the people that went to Epstein Island on our Instagram, and they flagged it for disinformation. So, like, it basically, I don't know if you've ever seen, you're not on social media very much, but basically what they do is they kind of hide the material, like, behind, like, a gray screen. It says sensitive or or disinformation. Misinformation. So, or false information is what it says. And then um, you click on it, and it opens up, and it has, like, a little red bar on the bottom that says, here's why it's, uh, here's what our fact checkers say on that. So, if you go to our Instagram, at Totally Corrupt Podcast, and you see the one that's uh, flagged for false information, click on it. It gives you the list of everybody that went to Epstein Island. And then if you click on the why it's disinformation, it opens up and says, everybody on this list is false except for Bill Clinton. I shit you not. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Give it like nine months. All of a sudden, that will be off of our thing because it's like now true information. I, it's I, like, it's I, like I don't know. you cannot post it, it. There's there's somebody in control and somebody very powerful in controlling what they think we can see and what we can't. Well, if we just got truth like we did in the media way back when my grandparents were watching the goddamn news at night, and it only what turned on at what four, five, seven, and eleven, and then you watch Johnny Carson, but. uh that's when the news was telling you real shit. 
Now they're sitting there lying to you. And then six, nine months later, you realize that true that the shit was true. It's it's the whole thing with the COVID COVID thing. I mean, break it down to the simple facts. You get the shot, you aren't gonna get the virus. You get the shot, you aren't gonna be able to transmit transmit it. Now they're like, Oh well, you still get, you know, COVID even if you get the shot and yeah, you you can still pass it. But you should still wear the mask. Yeah. It's like how long can we be lied to? Well, I think they and were lying to us back then, too. The common sense of it. I just think it's more blatant now. I mean, I remember my grandfather saying, you know, there's there's liberal bias in the media, and I didn't really know what he meant back then. He goes, he goes, well, they slant more towards, you know, liberalism. But now it's just fucking you blatantly obvious. You literally are supposed to call a girl a boy now and let let that boy go into a girl's bathroom. Yeah, that's happening in our schools. There's tampon dispensers at uh, my uncle, who's the and teacher in Portland. He says there's tampon machines in the boys' fucking bathrooms. He's like, what the fuck is going on here? And there's feminists that are supposed to look after women's rights and thinking that this is okay. The feminists around the world should be ashamed of themselves. The way that they actually... It, it's, it's, it's The way they fight for a cause... And then totally lose the meaning of it. Yeah, I I don't know. Like Andrew Tate, you know who Andrew Tate is? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. He, he he's in jail still. I know. They which is they extended his jail sentence. He was supposed to be in jail for twenty four hours, just a detainer. And then the judge granted thirty days. And then the prosecution says we still don't have any evidence or enough evidence. We would like you to extend his stay in the the jail. So they extended Andrew Tate's stay in jail for another thirty days. So he's going to be sitting in jail for sixty days as an innocent man. And the the girls that already were supposedly be the ones that uh, turned him in, they go, "No, we didn't say that." The girls that you know, I mean, we know what he does for business. Yeah, he's a marketer, and you know he's an ex-kickboxer, reality TV star. You know, I mean, he says he some. Does he, porn. He, he 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 gets girls to do porn too. Probably that's where he makes a lot of his money. Probably. So no, but the thing is, he's got the a porn he's, industry is supposed to be totally fine now. He's got a great. You want to sell your body and stuff like that, and he's all he is is signing these contracts in a way to where it benefits him because he is the producer. Sure. You're just the actor. I'm going to pay you a fee like I would pay any actor if I was producing a film because I own the rights to the studio and everything. And they're trying to make it sound like he's dirty and stuff. And he's just a smart business guy. To be honest, I don't, I don't even know about all that business. He's got his business shit together. To be I mean, honest with you, I don't even know about this porn business you're talking about. But what I was gonna say, he does say some pretty interesting shit online, like, and it's very like pro pro masculine stuff. And one of the things he said in an interview, I forget who he's being interviewed by, but like feminist woman, and she goes, and he goes, you know what? Fuck all your feminist shit. He goes, that all goes out the window as soon as you need your car fixed. You know, you you know. The, 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 you, you, the house you need a road fixed you need us to replace a pipe you need somebody to check your sewers the house that you live in that you know that was designed by you know the car that you drive was designed by a man you know the fucking house that you live in was built by a man 
Like, he goes, all your shit goes out the window until you need a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's just. And he's talking, he's, he's talking about the, the common hardworking man. That's an average man. And all these girls, all these women, every single woman out there wants a 1% guy. What's a 1% guy? A 1% guy is somebody over six foot two makes over $250,000 a year, you know, has this cushy job in an office building. Yeah. You never hear these, you never hear these average broads and all these broads think they're like tens and like the most of them are five or six. Cause that's called average, you know, thank God you're not a three, but most women out there think they're fucking these 10. Just, there's not a question. I'm a 10. And you're like, well, do you have $250,000 a job? Do you have, do you have no kids? Oh, wait, you have three kids by three different daddies. Okay. Uh, let's just say you went down to a three now. I mean, women nowadays have such a high expectation and a low attribute for what they can, a low, uh, self-realizing determination of what they can actually claim their, their, their worth to the average man out there. The average man is out there, has a, has a good job. He's done dating. He's done of this shit. Me and you, I mean, I don't know about you, but I haven't dated abroad in a while. And I kind of miss my dating days, but all these girls are so unrealistic now. It's like, I've never been at the epitome of high school again in my life. It's like, everybody wants to date the quarterback. And it's like, wait, there's one quarterback. Well, the reality, though, the reality is this. Women reach a peak, you know, between 19 and 21 years old. And after that, it's kind of downhill for them. For us men, we gain gain value. We gain experience in life. We've gone through some bullshit. We know what's going on. And that's attractive to women. And that's what all men got to realize that. Because I think think we're fed the thing that, like, we cannot, we can't, we can't, act like we know that anymore we we no no we we got to say take our masculinity we got to take our masculinity back yeah you ever look at the food pyramid now the food pyramid is totally reversed they want us they want us as men to get fat ugly and weak and no testosterone no testosterone i mean they they want to re I don't know how they're going to replace protein, but they've been talking about replacing meat for years. And now they're like, no, you're just going to have to eat bugs. And it's like a good buddy of mine told me the other day, he goes, the government's going to make you just drive an electric car. So you're just stuck with it. So you might as well just, uh, you know, get, get ready to buy an electric car. And I'm like, you know how much electric cars cost? It's it's not even that. It's like when I was a kid, I used to think like, you know, like, there's always these high speed chases and you'd see them on TV or, or whatnot. And it's like, it'd be kind of cool if the cops had like a radar gun that just disabled your car. Well, now that's coming. That's going to be a fucking reality, man. And I, I was like thinking as a kid, that'd be cool. But as an adult, I'm like, that infringes on so many freedoms, man. Like I want an old school car that runs off a of fucking diesel or something like that. You know, like, like I don't give a fuck. Like it's got to run when you know, I want it to run. You know, the one thing that's going to infringe on freedoms more than anything is the microchips they're going to insist we put in our brains. 
Yeah, and that's one thing I can't... Microchip that we, microchip that we take when we take a uh, vaccine pill next time. I can't just think about that. I can't get on board it's with fair. Elon and his Neuralink thing. I just can't get on board with that. Who? Elon Musk and Neuralink. I can't get well, on board with that. I can't get on board with it. I'm. You're right, but at least if somebody was running it, I would trust him more than anybody else. Because, and I'm not saying I trust him the most, but he's the best person we have out there that's actually standing up and winning for us. Because they're putting all of the other guys that we like on a fan list. You can't listen to them anymore. They don't have a public forum on the internet. Well, I trust him a hell of a lot more than I trust Bill Gates. Bill Gates. What I mean, you know what? I respect the guy as a scientist, as a uh, scientist in in computer technology. But he, he tried to come out and be like a uh, doctor and tell us about all the good benefits of the vaccine. And I'm, and I'm like, you're a computer scientist. How about if I just listen to your opinion when you're like doing computer science? Like, and, I don't even uh, want to listen to him when he's talking about that. I'm not going to listen to you as much because you, you, that's not your field. You know what I mean? It's like, well, bottom line, Bill like, Gates is like about control. Listen to celebrities. Bill Gates is they about control. Celebrities and, and Bill Gates is a celebrity, but we listen to him with just carte blanche. And it's like, no, you're not, a, you're a computer scientist. That's where you got your expertise. I don't care about what he says about vaccines, but he wants all of us to do all this shit. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's never even take the shot himself. Well, I know he's been to Epstein Island. Oh, what, 24 times? That's why his wife divorced him, man. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the, all the charity she's work a, they do. She straight she's up... Already She's already came out and said the first time she ever met Gary Epstein is that she thought she was Jeffrey in the presence of pure evil. His name's not Gary Epstein. His name's Jeffrey Epstein. But I know what oh. you mean. I know what you mean. She fucking called. She knew it right away. She had that intuition, that women's intuition, which all women have, you know. And you know, everybody has. They have, you know, a gut feeling. And when you, I don't know if I, if I was you and you were you, and we met a guy. And just looking at his eye, we were like, yeah, that guy's a pedophile. And he's trying to get me to do some illegal crime. Well, hey, I'm definitely out of here. I, you and I in our days have hung around some shady-ass characters playing pool and what whatnot, right? I mean, sure. you get those, like, uh, I don't know about this guy. There's been plenty of times like that. Everybody's we've got all a gut, met, gut We've all met evil people. We've never sat there and said, oh, yeah, let's get on a jet and go over to some island that you have young girls that we can rape. We yeah, never, basically, right? I mean, I wouldn't do that. Well, anyway, I mean, like, fucking, you know, Melinda Gates knows this guy's reputation or whatnot, and then all of a sudden, you know, heat's coming down on Epstein and fucking, you know, it, he goes to and jail. Bill, Bill Gates has him uh, killed in prison. I think Bill Gates did it. I think Bill Gates well, is the main guy behind it, because I mean, he had the most. Not, he had the most to I'm lose. Not, yeah. I mean, all the money. Like his wife is probably raking him right now. 
I mean, I'm sure there was like some sort of prenuptial agreement or whatnot, but like, I'm telling you, he did not want to get a divorce. And if Jeffrey Epstein was the reason behind their divorce, and if you've ever watched that PBS interview where they ask him about Je- his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, like his fucking response is like, well, he's dead. Like, he's dead. like so nonchalant and like, my gut instinct tells me just off of that answer alone, he had something to do with it. What's a, what a rich man response, though. Think about that. Think about that. A rich man's response that knows nobody can touch him. Well, he's dead. And it's very, it's very apparent what he did. It's very apparent what he did. He had a rich man's response. He realized nobody could touch him. And he actually said that in public. I mean, yeah. anybody else would be on trial right now. You know, I met Bill Gates once. Um, I was at a wedding, and he was at the wedding. Um, rich family or whatever. And uh, it was in here in Seattle. And I got an opportunity to approach his table and shake his hand. And I'll tell you what, dude. One of the... It felt like shaking a fucking wet fish's hand dude it's clammy and soft and it's like it like what kind of fucking handshake is this from the richest guy in the world and i was there with my buddy too like like we were both at this thing we both said hey you know we really admire your work and da 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 at the time and this is like 15 years ago and we both said like what'd you think of that handshake and he goes kind of weak huh i'm like yeah you'd think it'd be a little firmer and a little bit more like direct from coming from the richest fucking man in the world. So even back then, like we kind of like formed an opinion, like this guy's kind of a pussy, you know, but everybody respected him in the room because he was the richest guy in the fucking world at the time. But you know, like being the richest guy in the world doesn't mean you're the strongest guy in the world or even the most alpha guy in the world. But you know what? That guy fucking lets it go to his head that he thinks he's super alpha. He's, he's a massive control freak. That's the whole story with Microsoft and Apple, he ripped off of Steve Jobs, man. And his dad was a lawyer and basically copied or patented all the stuff that they didn't patent. That's how Windows became Windows. And he just took other people's technology and put a patent on it, basically. So, like, I mean, there's a whole document documentary on it, but you can look it up. But he's he not a good guy. He signed a contract with IBM. He's not a good guy. He was no, he was supposed to do all the programming for IBM, and then he took he just decided to take it away. Yeah. And I think he had some sort of escape clause and stuff, but there's always an the escape clause. Guy, with him. Even in the, the even in their programming, he sit down to eat, and he then he pulls the uh, fucking uh, dinner dinner uh, sheet out from under the table and takes all away your food, like. Seriously, he's like buying farmland. Like, he's telling us to eat or drink shit water, basically. And he's probably a big component or proponent of the bug eating thing, which is being acted like that's China. That's that's going to be a normal thing going forward. He's the biggest farm owner in the United States right now, other than China. (laughs) No, China's trying to catch up to him. And that needs to be banned. I'm with it, It's kind of that. interesting that they're trying to control our food. Because if they control the land where the food grows on, they can control the food they grow. 
Well, so been, they can all of a sudden start making you food that you don't want to eat. It's been known for but a long time to. that uh, you've heard of the company Monsantis or Monsantos. They're the people that uh, own the patents on all of the seeds. Like they're down to the nitty gritty, man. Like they're genetic, uh, genetically engineering seeds and they own the patents on all of the seeds. So it's like even from that form of food... Before it's even food, these people have already thought of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want control yeah, of us other, 100%. The other thing they, you got to think they, about they control it. on food is that our farmers came to us. And you still hear all these uh, podcast people talk about, like, uh, rations and, and emergency food storage. You know, the stuff you can keep for, like, 25 years. Sure, yeah. I mean... We forgot about it. Like the farmers came to us like eight months ago and said, hey, we're going to have a shoot of a food shortage this year because a lack of fertilizer that we normally get from Russia. And nobody's talked about that anymore. And what's going to be surprising is that when all of a sudden you go to the store and if things aren't quadruple in price, there ain't going to be anything for you to buy. Well, I don't know, man. Better they get... brought it up, and they don't talk about it anymore. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's amazing the things they bring up, and they're like, oh, that's a problem we can't deal with, so let's not talk about it anymore. Better get a shotgun, a rifle, and a bow. Fishing rod. Everybody better get a bug-out bag. Fuck, dude. Yeah, no you shit. You better have some extra shoes, some socks, some rations. You got to be able to escape for two, three days if shit goes down. Yeah, you need a chainsaw, you know, fucking shit to build things with. Like, I don't know, like, well, if, you, if you don't have those no, you skills already, you know, you like, you got to learn that you shit. You get that after other people shoot everybody. I'm just saying you need a bug out bag so you can get the fuck out of town. Right. Go hide in the woods. Come back when everybody's, like, then you just have to claim a house. Because... Well, you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's going to happen again. This whole lockdown shit's going to happen again. It's either going to be because of uh, a pandemic or because of a war. You know, I mean, that Alex... You know, the funny thing is they're going to lock you down next time. They're going to lock you down and then be like, oh, by the way, you, you're not allowed to have guns anymore. If you do, you're a felon. And, uh, oh, by the way, we took all property rights away so anybody can stay at anybody's house. Right. Because nobody has property anymore. Right. I mean, they want to. They want to abolish. Uh, what? What do they call it? A, a private property. Well, that's a terrible idea. I mean, no, no property is really that private. I mean, you got to pay taxes to the government. You know, I mean, like they, they technically own that shit. If you die, you die. You stop paying your taxes. Guess who owns it? Fucking federal government. Yeah, but it's un it's it's unfair that you have something worth so much and you have to pay about. 0.3% of taxes, or sometimes you have to pay like 6% of taxes, but you still own it, but they can just like let something go. Like they don't notify your relatives and they can just take the property away. That's kind of greasy. It's crazy. I mean, you... it's greasy. It's greasy. It's, it's what I always come down to. The government does not produce a thing. The government does not produce a thing. They do not help our economy out at all. 
Yeah, they, all they do is ask for money. They're the biggest gangsters in the world, and that's why you know, like, you got to be. They don't produce anything. They don't produce anything yet. Their end goal is to own all of your uh, 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 gas stoves. Yeah. Own all the gas. <laughs> I mean, they like to sell all the gas over to China. You know, I mean, it's like they're cutting down your ability to afford stuff. And there's going to be a time where a lot of us aren't going to be able to afford heat. Electric bills are going to go off and stuff. And so what they're going to push, oh, well, we need more socialism. We need to protect you. We need to take care of you. It's like, no, if you just let us keep more of our money and didn't fuck us with all this inflation shit, because inflation is all made at, at, at the... <laughs> At the uh, national government, when they uh, print money, that's yeah, where they raise the raise the debt the ceiling. And inflation happens. Look at the you look at the O eight bailouts. Than what you actually have, you decrease the overall value of what your money is allowed to buy. Right. I mean, they create inflation, so they're basically trying to wipe out the middle class. They're trying to make. They're at that point where the middle class got too strong because it was easy to exit out the top if you could. There really but is no middle class. They're holding the middle class down, so all of a sudden they're going to have a super poverty class that's going to have to compete with all the uh, people that run into the border every year. And then they're going to have this upper class that basically has all the power. Your middle class is gone. I mean, what makes you middle class? You go to public schools run by the government you have a mortgage that's uh owned by the banks i mean really what is i mean does that really make you middle class it sounds like you're in the poverty level you know it doesn't matter how much money you make you end up spending it on all this other bullshit that's actually owned by other people majority of people that's what life is right like i'm saying we buy shit we don't need to impress people across the street we don't even like I mean, we don't invite our next door neighbors over for a barbecue. You know what I mean? I mean, up, upper class. Tries to, everybody tries to up the, uh, what do they call that? Up the uh, neighbors, you know. Upper oh, class. You got a Lexus, I'm going to go buy a BMW. You, you know, this and that. You got this, you got that. I mean, we have become a class of people that are never happy because we try to strive, and which I think is a good thing. But... Upper class, you go you go to private schools. Upper class, you don't pay taxes. Upper class, well, you actually they pay a lot of taxes. No, but have you looked at Donald Trump's taxes? Offshore bank account. Here's the thing: is like the the way our system is set up. The more money you produce, the less you pay in taxes. Because what happens is, if you make a lot of money through a business, you have a lot of employees under you, which pay federal taxes. So they don't really give a fuck. So there's plenty of no, write-off, you actually, write-off opportunities because you you're hiring the minions. The year. Let's just say, like, my boss. Think my boss. How much do you think he makes every year? I don't, I don't know. So he, no, he, 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 he employs all these people in the company. Right. And then we pay tax on our income because that's how it's set up. But he makes a lot of money, and he's got options. He can be like, hey, I'm going to invest over here and maybe the Kentucky plant, you know, 
So he has options, or he can just pay tax on what he gets in. Basically, so let's just say he so let's say he makes five million dollars a year, which is not that much. I'm sure <laughs> it's not that much, but you know how much taxes he's going to get charged for if he doesn't reinvest. If he just takes it as income, well, because he's, he's not pay, he's got to pay like forty five percent. So if he takes sure. it five. Because he's, he's not the biggest slave owner yet. Two, you know what I mean? Like, basically two, what you're talking about is, like, they reward the best slave owners. So the bigger your business is, like, if your boss is making $5 million, that's that's pennies compared to, like, you know, people that are making billions a year and employing hundreds of thousands yeah. of people. Those guys are the ones that don't pay taxes. Your, your boss that makes $5 million, of course he's going to pay 45% taxes because that's the motivation for him to grow his business well, is to get away from paying well, 45% of taxes. Well, either way, 98%, what is it, like 54% of the taxes or 65% of the taxes are paid by the top 2% earners in America first. So even before us middle-class guys pay tax, those guys are actually paying a lot more because there is... You know what I mean? There's more of their hill, so they take a scoop of the hill like they take a scoop of Bar Hill. But for collectively, they take bigger scoops from bigger players because they have bigger piles, and they have to have a lot of people scooping just the little chunks that we pay. I mean, I pay probably eight grand a year and federal taxes i maybe get a grand back you know so but i bet you if i had a company that was worth two million i'd probably after reductions and stuff i'd probably still have like a three hundred dollar three hundred thousand dollar tax bill it sucks it sucks to start a business I've, I've done it and it's it's you pay a lot um you know pay when, a lot. when when you're uh getting out there and you're just an independent contractor they call it un- unincorporated income which is taxed at like the highest level because where did that money come from well I got, a guy gave me a check okay well we're going to take fucking 40% of that shit you know I mean it's unbelievable I still owe taxes because of being an independent contractor from years ago and it's it's just not a fun game man I mean the, the craziest thing to me when it comes down to money is like how the banks work and what they're doing now like because uh, they don't have like the, there's the FDIC, which ensures all the money that you put in the bank is is backed by something. And right now, the banks don't have enough assets to back the money that's basically out there or the the debt that's out there. I think I heard something like there's two hundred billion dollars worth of assets that the FDIC is in charge of or like owns, and there's nine hundred trillion dollars in debt. So like that doesn't really work out. And then you get this big push on cryptocurrency, which basically, in my mind, just to make cryptocurrency really simple for everybody, it's just a gift card. You know what I mean? Like when Tesla's going to accept Dogecoin or whatever, it's just the, you're buying, if you buy Dogecoin, you're buying a gift card to only be used at Tesla or wherever it's accepted. You know what I'm saying? It's not like real it's like physical American money. It's like Express card. It's not accepted everywhere. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. When that's exactly what credit cards are. I mean, credit cards are digital money. You know. I mean. Yeah, but the government the government wants us to go strictly to that. Government yeah, right. wants us to go strictly to 
no cash society. Right. That way, everything's just a credit on your card. And who's to say somebody can't wipe out all the credit on your card just because they didn't like your political thoughts? It's crazy to me that, like, a business, especially a small business, I was just recently in a pool hall that just opened in Seattle that it's really, really nice. It's kind of an exclusive deal, but they don't take cash. Like, you want to go get a beer? They don't take cash at all. I'm like, why would you want to pay a processing fee on a credit card or a debit card when you could just take cash? Does that make any sense? And there's a lot of businesses out there like that that are like, we don't well, take cash because of COVID. From, you could actually say, hey, it's a safety thing because if somebody tries to steal from us, they sure. can break in and we have no cash. Everything's digital. Sure, but you're, so. pay, you're paying a percentage to process those payments you know what i'm saying where cash is cash you yeah, just take it. But it yeah but it's it's better to pay it up front and look at it as like a security thing never have to <laughs> a have mafia, a mafia have fee the armored how many times back in the day or still you see trucks drive around to local businesses and they drop off a guy gets out with a gun and a bag sure. and he walks into the business and it's Garda like or whatever those armored it's a jeweler or it's, or it's a fucking wedding dress place or it's sure. car toys. Sure. You know, I mean the the business up for me, the the big and tall gentleman shop, they have a big and tall guy walk out of a armored fucking plated vehicle and go get the cash that people spend. Because, you know, that's it's safer to do that than have your employee drive to the bank and get change because somebody might, thugs might be hanging out at the bank just waiting for you to get out of your car and just rob you. Sure, but it's a safety thing. Okay, what's the percentage of people getting it's, robbed like that? Not, well, it's not very the same high. same thing at like private places and stuff like that, uh, exclusive clubs. Well, it's f- like well fuck. A, if, if, you, if, you, you, you remember going to a country club every now and then. And like you would try to buy a drink and they would sell it to you, but they're like, so whose party are you with? And one of those people in that party had to be a member and it just automatically went on his, his card, like his, his uh, monthly bill. My tab. So his tab and you got to pay your monthly bill once a, once a month and that's it. That's how they do it in private clubs. And it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Because the tips worked into it automatically if you want to tip outside of it, but it's already worked in. It's like 20, 25%. And uh, they, yeah, they just, they just charge you for it and you get a bill at the end of the month. And it's like, well, that's how much I had fun out here. This, you know, so that I see that with like going to certain, it's probably convenient, but the closer we get to a digital, currency is when we when we do have convenience and safety but we lose any sort of privacy well it's one it's all it's about it's control on a spreadsheet it's all about control and you know what like that's that was the goal with bill gates and microsoft and all that shit you know like fucking like the windows has a back door on all of their programming all of it and you ever meet those fucking computer nerds they're all about you know World Warcraft, fucking control, fucking domination, shit like that. Because they're pussies and they can't do it, you know, like physically, and they can't, they can't do it on their own. So they got to make computer programs to do that. Now it's being extended into, you know, our real lives with food and our medicine and things like that. And these fucking 
you know, vaccines. They have a playbook. And, you know, like, I, again, I don't mean to keep going back to our, our pal. Uh, I can't, I don't know if we could even play, say. Play, 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 playbook, spars, yeah. 2025, 20, 2028. Yeah, spars. Like, I mean, like, Alex Jones broke that shit down on his Monday show. And it's like fucking shit, man. Like, you just take the years and you, instead of 2025, you drop it to 2020. And it's like almost playing out exactly. Like, in two years, we'll have, uh, we'll see that the vaccines don't work and this and that. And it's like, if you haven't looked it up, like, I mean, we're, we're just kind of discovering this on our own. But Spars pandemic, the 25 to 28 thing, like, I would highly encourage. Sorry. SARS. Not it's well. SARS is a disease, but like the the Southern African Respiratory Syndrome. Sure, sure. No, that's that's a real thing. But the the fake playbook that was put out by it's put out by John Hopkins University, and uh, yeah. it's uh, it's SPARS, S P A R S. It's a fake pandemic. What what would happen in a fake pandemic? And that's the playbook. SPARS twenty five to twenty eight. And um, anyway, it's uh, it's it's I've, crazy I've, shit. I looked at it as an extension on top of what's already happened with the COVID. Well, it's it's exactly what happened. With the they already know that things don't work and stuff, but they're still grabbing for more control. So I think the spars thing you're talking about is actually because it's dated 2023 to 2020 or 2025 to 2028. Right. And uh, I think it really means less than what just happened but more of what's going to happen through 2028 right i mean it's kind of like you want to predict the future look into that shit because it, it, we're living it right now and you well, know i, I or, or well, 1984 right and it's like the we're finding out you, okay there was a great um rebel news um they had a couple reporters uh in davos and they were just all right sorry i think this was in australia but they they started asking the pfizer CEO a bunch of questions about like you know like if if you knew the fucking um, vaccine wasn't going to pr- protect against transmission you guys said it was 100% then you backed off to 90 then 80 then 70 and they kept just you know like uh, asking this guy's question as he's walking from one place to another and he wouldn't answer oh, yeah. wouldn't answer Sorry, Rebel, Rebel News yeah the two reporters that fucking I forget the guy's name but uh He's the CEO of uh, Pfizer, and you know, like they're basically just asking a basic question: no, you, Why well, did you say it was a hundred percent protection? To ask him certain questions. Why Anything did you say you know? it was a hundred percent effective? And now, and then you've backed off all the way to now. You say seventy, now sixty, now you're not even sure. Like, you know what the fuck? You guys knew what it was before you launched it, and it's like if it, if it's not for people like them, us, Alex Jones, fucking. Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, fucking Elon Musk, people to ask questions about what the fuck is really going on and why is this, you know, happening? You know, I got a real problem with Trump um, still backing the shots. He's still pushing that shit, man. Like, no, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But the thing I do get is that they're uh, talking about guys like me and you. We didn't take the shot. I, no. What do you like to call it? Uh, pure bloods? Yeah, we're a couple p- pure bloods people. But the funny thing is, it's like the people that decided not to make this, take the shot are winning right now because now we're seeing that it doesn't stop infection. It doesn't 
it doesn't uh, get you out of the hospital. But if you've been around it, if you've been around it environmentally, you may or may not even know you've got it. Maybe I haven't, but maybe I have. But the thing is, is that me being in like normal daily life and walking around without a face mask on that doesn't work and I'm, I haven't got a shot. If I have natural immunity, I'm way more protected and I'm less likely to spread it than the people who actually got the COVID shot. They got the booster. They got the booster after the booster and the booster after that. You know what I mean? Right. It's like me and you risked it and we don't know if we do or not. We could get tested for antibodies, but I mean, I've come down with colds and stuff like that and I'm getting over one right now. But it's like, it really, the, the, the fear of it was way greater than what actually happened because they are actually saying now that they overreported COVID deaths. Oh, we knew they it. They intermixed them with flu. Yeah, the flu, like the flu, the flu went away completely. Which is yeah, but if you showed up with a gunshot wound at the fucking a gunshot wound <laughs> to the heart at the hospital and you're alive, COVID death, and they tested you for COVID and you died of the gunshot wound, they would write it as a COVID death. You know. Well, I think the hospitals were getting kickbacks on that shit, but like, there's other people oh, that have no had. Shit. There's other people recently that have had you know major things that. Um, football player that went down that his vaccination status hasn't been you know uh disclosed or not well, if, but... you want, if you want to play on the nfl you better have a vaccination unless you're aaron Rodgers. all of them did except for aaron Rodgers. i mean there was a very small percentage so you know you can make a highly educated so guess healthy, that that guy a, a was healthy, what 24 year old kid stands up takes two steps falls down and has a heart attack right in the middle of the field I mean, Elon, I mean, Elon Musk has said recently. Tennis, tennis players, it's happened to, happen to soccer players, it's happened to basketball players. Elon and, just, and Elon just like, said he, look, he almost died from here. taking the vax. He just recently said on Twitter, like, he almost died. Him and his cousin had such severe side effects after taking the vaccination that he almost died. And the only reason he had to, because in Germany... Uh, they they forced people to have it. Like to, for him to travel to his own plant in Germany, he had to get the vaccination. Apparently, that's the that's the excuse. And then fucking you know like you, you got like you're saying, get athletes dying all over the place, left and right. You know, and then recently, uh, fucking and now this is all speculation, but you know, diamond and silk. Yeah, silk dies. Silk or died. diamond. No, silk, silk died. Yeah, the young, the younger, the younger uh, sister. She's only fifty-one. And like, yeah, uh, and her and and her sister watched her die the whole time. She saw her like kind of go lightheaded, and she got her to the kitchen table, sat her down, opened the back door to try to get some fresh air in, and then all of a sudden her eyes just went like really wobbly, right? And then she fell back, and they they did CPR until EMS got there. And, uh, you know, and she's like, she's like, you got to remember, I'm not just talking about it. This happened in front of me. Like my sister died in front of me. Yeah. She said it was all, she said it was sudden, like a heart attack, a sudden death heart attack. Now there, there's been some speculation that 
uh, they may have been required to take the vaccination to enter the White House because Trump invited him to the White House back in the day. And uh, yeah, they think that that and uh, well, it sounds like she was supposed to she was trying to call uh, not saying it's Trump's uh, fault. but No, she was trying to call a guy to report on it before her sister died. Right. And they weren't able to contact. And so maybe we'll hear about it a little bit later. I mean, that's an interesting thing to think about. But, I mean, it, it's been happening a lot. I mean, we had to cancel a Monday night football game because guy had a heart attack in the middle of the field and he was perfectly healthy. But I'm assuming he probably had to take a, a, a shot to be able to be on the football team. Um yeah. I mean, it happens with all these athletes all the time, and and there's definitely an up uh, uptick in in healthy people under the age of 35, Shit. including teenagers that are dying left and right because they have this in their body. Hank Aaron apparently uh, they think think that he died because of the shot that he died recently. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, RFK Jr. fucking wrote a pretty cool article about that. Or not cool article, but like a disturbing article about Hank Aaron's recent death. And, you know, I mean, there's other things out there, too. I mean, like, it's just, I, I'm, I'm not regretting. I, you and I are looking like the smarter of the, the masses here when it comes to the shot. And unfortunately, you know, uh, this podcast has been dedicated to our friend Newbie, who um, we we don't I don't know if you knew his status or anything like that, but he he unfortunately passed away in his sleep, you know, at a very young age, you know, and it's like forty three. I really hope I really hope it's not related, but like man, they keep finding these things about you know people's death. I mean, like even my stepdad, they they gave him the jab, and a week later he died from a apparently a, a, a stroke. And he was in his 50s, too. So, I mean, like, there's plenty of odd evidence of people just going down. And it's like, what the fuck, man? So, I mean. You you, you know what, though? Bringing up noobs, uh, do got to uh, point out. He, he, uh, he took the shot and stuff. Um, but the thing is, is he would look at him be like, stop, uh stop being bitches don't cry about me live your life he would totally be about like live it because we never know this shot that shot bad political views here and there we might get hit by a car who knows yeah you know don't don't uh, and and he lived life to the fullest oh yeah he was always positive he was always fun so he was on our podcast man Oh yeah, he's having a blast. The guy was always about pushing the action, having a good time, living life up, man. Just, just, and just take it. And he took it all in, dude. And uh, what a good friend to know. Yeah. What a good person to learn from, you know. And no matter how much we get down on ourselves, you got to remember it's like, hey, we got some, we got some time to have a good time. All this other bullshit. Don't let it weigh you down. Have a good time. We miss you, noobs. Um, miss you, noobs. That I'm just gonna say: don't hurt yourself. Don't get any more fucking boosters, people. 
so much fucking evidence out there saying you take this shit. Make your own choice. Make, make your, your own choice. Make your own Don't choice. Don't blame me. But just fucking, I mean, we've been saying for almost three years now. Don't take the jab. That's all I gotta say. We're not medical uh, scientists, but uh, I will be landing the plane shortly. Yeah, well, we're gonna land this plane right now, so I gotta get going. But uh, anyways, love everybody. Stay safe out there, and uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Beneath the stains of time, the feelings disappear. You are someone else. I am still right here. What have I become?